This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Sunday, August 9th, 2015. The Gospel is taken from the book of John, chapter 6, verses 35 and 41 through 51. The message is by Father Ron Baird. Every Sunday, and in fact every worship service that we have, and many of you say many days in your prayers, a, the same prayer, which is the prayer that our Lord taught us to say, the Lord's Prayer. And in that prayer, there is a phrase that, that we say all the time. It says, give us this day our daily bread. It's very familiar to us. But what does that mean, give us today our daily bread? Well, a lot of people think that means, well, give me enough so that I can survive the day and you know, get through to tomorrow so I wouldn't be hungry and be able to sustain myself to face the next day, and then I would have enough for that. But that's actually not the Greek, what the Greek says. The Greek translation is quite different from that, and it's very hard to translate into English in any way that makes any sense. Because what he actually says is, give us today that super substantial bread. So you can imagine if we put that, if we put that into English, people would be going, huh? <laughs> give us today the super substantial bread. What does that mean, super substantial bread? Well, that's really what today's gospel lesson is all about. It's what that super substantial bread really is. Because that super substantial bread is that which is beyond just giving sustenance or substance enough to enable you to live in this world. It's about bread that causes eternal life. And Jesus is that living bread. That's what he's telling the people who are gathered around. I am the bread of life. And he who comes to me will never be hungry, and he who believes in me will never thirst. You know, I will give the bread of life to the world, and that bread will be my flesh. Well, that was extremely offensive at that time. And if you think about it, if we thought about it much, we would probably be kind of offended by it too. You mean we're going to be cannibals? You know, because a lot of people don't like that. You know, we don't eat people. That's just not right. Matter of fact, the early church, that was one of the things they were accused of. Because one of the things that happened in the early church was that you pretty much had to be a Christian to go to the worship when it had the Eucharist. And so pretty much nobody got in that wasn't Christian. And what would happen then, oddly enough, is that the Romans, who didn't go to church because they were pagans and didn't believe in all that stuff, they believed that what they actually did is they sacrificed a baby and ate it. You know, they actually wrote this stuff out there. Can you, you see why there was a lot of prejudice against Christians and why they could be persecuted? People thought these were bad people. But what does Jesus mean when he says, I am the living bread which comes down from heaven? He tells us it's, it's not like the bread that Moses you know, did for when God gave you manna in the wilderness. Well, what was that bread like? Do you remember that story? They're wandering through the wilderness. They're sick and tired of eating dried jerky. I mean, you know, you know, they've been wandering forever, and they, they want something decent to eat. And so, you know, they, they even talk about the leeks and all the, the cucumbers and all the vegetables they used to give back in, in Egypt, how great it was. And so Moses prays to God, and God says, all right, you know, since the people are murmuring against me. Now, I know you all find it hard to believe that church people would murmur, um, but it does have a long-standing tradition. So it goes back like... 4,000 years. So, but, um, and so they were complaining about it. And so God says, I will give them manna to eat. I will rain it down from heaven. And so every night they would go to bed and this manna would fall from heaven 
And when I got up in the morning, there'd be manna all over the place. And he said, you can eat of the manna that is there, but don't eat of anything that is left over. It must be destroyed because it will be spoiled. And so they never went without enough food to eat because God rained manna upon them. But the problem with it was, was that they still died. And that's a problem with, with regular food or regular sustenance in general. You know, what are some of your favorite foods? Hmm? Donuts. Steak. Pizza. Ice cream. Blueberries. Peaches. Bananas. People have a lot of favorite foods. I mean, there are a lot of different things we all like. The problem with all of them, though, is if you're noticing, it doesn't really matter how much of it you eat. You can eat so much that you are just almost sick. You're so stuffed. But eventually, you know, once that goes through your stomach, you want more. It doesn't last. But Jesus says, the bread that I give you will well up for eternal life. This is very much like what he did when he was talking to the Samaritan woman at the well. You think about it. When he runs into the Samaritan woman at the well, do you remember that story? He asked her to give him a drink. And she was kind of shocked because, one, she was a woman and Jews didn't talk to women. Two, she was a Samaritan, which meant that she was not Jewish. And certainly the Jews and Samaritans get along. They didn't talk to each other. She said, you're asking me for something to drink? And he said, if you knew who it was that was talking to you, you would ask him for something to drink. She's kind of puzzled by that because she goes, you only have a bucket. How would you get the water? And he said, the water that I would give you would spring up for eternal life. And our comment is, give us this water, all. give me this water always. I want a lot of it. Well, the same is true here, isn't it? That when they find out that this kind of bread that he would give for the life of the world gives eternal life, they, want, they say, well, give us this bread always. Until he tells them, the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. At that point, they start going, whoa. <laughs> you know, flesh? I don't think so. Anybody here ever eaten kosher? Even more so, kosher meat. I mean, I never knew anybody could actually make fish tough. But they can. <laughs> if, you, if you dry it out enough, 